Parshas Vayikra, and Sefer Vayikra for that matter, begins with a calling, a calling to none other than Moshe Rabbeinu. Vayikra el Moshe, and he called to Moshe. But the question is, who called to Moshe? Now you might say that's obvious. Of course, Hashem called to Moshe. But in those opening words, you don't really get that. You don't hear that. Vayikra el Moshe, and he called to Moshe. Who is he? Now you might say, okay, well, look at the next few words. Vayadaber elav Hashem, and Hashem spoke to him. So of course we're talking about Hashem. But the question is, where was Hashem up until that point? Why did the Torah not mention his name? And although maybe you've never noticed from those opening words that it's not immediately obvious that Hashem was speaking to Moshe from the first few words, Vayikra Moshe, what you may have likely noticed, or at least have heard about the first word in the Parsha and the Sefer, is that the word Vayikra is spelled with a small letter Aleph. And the question is, what is the meaning of that small letter Aleph? Why is it not written with a regular-sized Aleph? So to address these questions, we're going to enter another dimension, one not only of Pshat, but of Remez, Drash, and Sod. So journey with me into a mystifying paradise of Parsha and imagination, which we call the Parsha Pardes. Welcome to Parsha Pardes, or Parsha Paradise, here at the Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where this week's Parsha is Parsha's Vayikra, and it is also Parsha Zachor, so stay tuned for a Parsha Paradise and Parsha Paradise, special for Parsha Zachor. But in the meantime, we are looking at Parsha's Vayikra, and if you enjoy Shiram like this and want to partner up with us, and you want to give a sponsorship, all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com to make your sponsorship today. I'll also mention that if there's perhaps a Pasuk or a part of the Parsha that you would like me to explain with Pardes, with Pshat, Remez, Drash, and so, do you have a recommendation? You can also reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. Now let's take a look at our Parsha right now. We are looking at Parsha's Vayikra. And once again, we're trying to understand the beginning of the Parsha, why the, the Torah does not immediately mention that it was Hashem that called out to Moshe. First it says, Vayikra Moshe, and he called to Moshe. And then only after does the Torah state, Vayadabere, love Hashem. And the other question you might ask related to this is why, in fact, the Torah begins this Sefer with this calling. It's a unique starting. We don't find it in many places. And on the other hand, as unique as it may be, it's a very generic way to start a Sefer as well. Just because the Torah states that he called, you know, it's, it's not such a, um, a new word at the beginning of the Parsha, the beginning of the Sefer. So the question is, what is the nature of the beginning of our Sefer? So in terms of why the Torah begins without stating who called to Moshe, just I'll peep shot. Many of the Rishonim, the Ramban, Bechor Shor, Rashbam, Ibn Ezra, they all see the Parsha and the Sefer as a continuation of the previous Parsha, Parsha Spikudei that at the end of Parshas Pekude, the Torah told us that the cloud was covering the Mishkan, the glory of Hashem was filling up the Mishkan, and Moshe Rabbeinu was unable to go in. All of a sudden, Moshe Rabbeinu was standing outside the Mishkan, just waiting, and then we find Vayikra el Moshe, and he calls to Moshe. Meaning, yeah, maybe at that moment we don't see, we don't know who it is, but of course, it's coming from last week's Parsha, it's, a, it's none other than Hashem. Hashem is calling out to Moshe from the Ohel Moed, from the Mishkan, allowing Moshe the invitation to come in. So that would explain on Pipshat, at least the beginning of the Parsha, though it does not completely explain the small letter Aleph. And in order to explain the small letter Aleph, we will look at a couple of famous drushos. Uh, before we do, we'll just see from Rav Hirsch, who 
picking up slightly on the, on the Midrashic explanations that are offered, that the word Vayikra with the small Aleph perhaps indicates that the Aleph is not to be read with the word, that the word should be read Vayikar. So the way Rav Hirsch explains it, at least, is that, yes, maybe in a certain sense we should read it as Vayikar. Vayikar means to appear to someone in a happenstance way. We're going to see in a moment how that might be a derogatory way to explain it. Rav Hirsch doesn't take a derogatory approach at this moment. He explains that when Hashem spoke to Moshe, Moshe never knew when Hashem was going to speak to him. Hashem was always um, um, bound to appear to Moshe, like none other, pro- like no other prophets, when other neviim would speak to Hashem, they would have to be in a certain state. They would have to ready themselves. Not so by Moshe Rabbeinu, a phenomenon that we find in Parshas Baha'u'llah. So Rav Hirsch says that's alluded to here in the beginning of our parsha. But as far as the famous drushes that are associated with this, we'll actually begin with with Remez, where the Balatura mentions that yes, Moshe Rabbeinu originally wanted the Torah to write the word Vayikar, that Hashem merely happened upon him. The same way that Hashem appears to Bilam, that the Torah says Vayikar, um, that, that Hashem merely appears to him, using the derogatory word, not that Hashem wanted to come to him, but Hashem just had to do it at the time. Hashem happened to be there at the time where he needed to be there. But when it came to Moshe Rabbeinu, so Moshe Rabbeinu wanted the same thing out of his humility. Moshe Rabbeinu said that that's how I should be um, referred to. And so Hashem and Moshe Rabbeinu had to come to a compromise. So Hashem would write the word Vayikra, the beloved way of referring to someone, the affectionate way of calling out to someone, but he did it with a small letter Aleph, in a certain concession to Moshe Rabbeinu, in which Hashem was allowing that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, um, through his humility, um, to, to write it in a more diminished way. So that's how the Balaturim explains. And in this vein, maybe perhaps we can appreciate another drasha. The Gemara in Yoma, um, and this is as we go over to Drash, the Gemara in Yoma and Daft Alderman Beis says something very interesting and maybe strange at the same time. It says that the Torah is teaching us Derech Eretz. When Hashem calls out to Moshe before speaking, right, says Vayikra El Moshe, then by Dabri Lav Hashem, says the Gemara, the Torah is teaching us Derech Eretz, that it's, that it's important, Derech Eretz, it's, it's the way of the land, it's proper decorum to call out to someone before you start speaking to them. Now, that might seem obvious. If you don't call out to the person, then maybe they're, they're not going to pay attention, maybe they're not going to be listening, maybe they won't know that you're even talking to them. And perhaps that's what the Gemara is trying to say, that even though it might seem obvious to us, but it's, it's an important review for life that you call out to someone before you um, start communicating any messages. However, perhaps the Gemara is actually um, alluding to another aspect, um, that um, the, the idea of what, in fact, Moshe Rabbeinu was... Um, trying to display humility about that, yeah, normally when someone calls out to us, so they, you know, they, they, when someone wants to speak, they will call out to get our attention, to ready us for the conversation. Whereas if you start talking to someone and they're not listening, perhaps they won't be prepared. And maybe it's not a most respectful way to speak to someone, to just happen upon someone, right, by yikar, just happen upon someone and start talking to them before they even know you're speaking to them. That's not a respectful way to speak to someone. And Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want that special honor from Hashem. He didn't want that honor to be showed him. He didn't think he deserved it. Or even if he thought he deserved it, he didn't think it was necessary for the Torah to state that about him. But the Derech Eretz is shining through. 
the, the, the drash over here is that this is a Derek Hart's way to speak to someone, and that's the way Hashem wanted to speak to Moshe. And we see what we can learn from that. But moving on to so the Noam Elimelech cites the Zohar, who comes back to our question, why does the Torah begin with Vayikra El Moshe? It says, and he called to Moshe, but it does not, in fact, say that Hashem called to Moshe. So Al Pipshat, we saw, we, we had to look back to Parshish Pekudah to explain it. However, the Noam Elimelech, based on the Zohar, explains that the reason Hashem's name is not there was because, in a certain sense, Hashem, his Shechina, wasn't fully present. And it wasn't fully present because when the, where even though he was calling out from the Mishkan, but the Mishkan is not the base of Migdash in Yerushalayim. It's not Hashem's actual home. It's a temporary home. It's still a form of Gullus. And therefore, Hashem's name is not in the opening words of the Parsha. And says the Noam Elimelech, based on the Zohar, that's why there's a small letter Aleph. There's a small letter Aleph to allude to the diminished way in which Hashem appeared. But since Moshe Rabbeinu himself worked on himself to become so holy, like he was his own human mikdash, once Hashem, although he was calling from a place of Galus, but once he was calling out to Moshe, once the Torah tells us, Vayikra el Moshe, then Hashem was able to present himself and to appear in a more full way. That Moshe Rabbeinu became the human abode for Hashem's Shechina, and therefore and thereafter, Vayadabari love Hashem. Hashem was able to speak to Moshe because of who Moshe was, even though in the Mishkan there was diminished presence, but because in fact it was Moshe Rabbeinu, then we get to see the real Shechina of Hashem. And that might also play into why Hashem would not fully concede to remove the letter Aleph, because of who Moshe Rabbeinu was, that letter Aleph was absolutely necessary. Because it was Moshe Rabbeinu who brought out the Shechira. Moshe Rabbeinu, the human abode for Hashem. Anyway, we should be Zocha to be someone who Hashem is able to communicate with in a clear way, in a respectful way, to have that relationship with Hashem where we could be an abode for the Shechira.